Ladies and gentlemen, you've immediately noticed that this dashing gentleman, he is a real cosmopolitan through and through. In the international world of legal tax, when it comes to great legal transaction, this gentleman is kind of James Bond. James Bond in solving most intricate international legal tax issues for his transnational clients. He served for CMS, the most prestigious law firm, for 35 years. CMS having 8,000 employees in 40 countries and 73 offices. Last year they even opened an office in Nairobi and in Jayburg, South Africa, so they are globally connected and can provide global solutions for the big clients. I'm very delighted that you are here. Merci mille fois, cher Pierre Sébastien. Ladies and gentlemen, a warm welcome to all of you to the sixth edition of the CMS Die Zeit conference in Davos. It's almost a tradition now and uh, thank you, thank you to all of you for being here. Uh, I would also address many thanks to Rainer Esser, CEO of Die Zeit, to him and his team for uh, the excellent work and for making this at all possible for us. Uh, Rainer, it is a pleasure and it is an honor to work with, the, with you on this project with a person of your quality and a company of that prestige. Thank you very much. So about the theme, challenges and opportunities in the world of tomorrow, that is a vast, very interesting subject, of course, very broad. Uh, it is uh, high on the list of discussions here in Davos at the WEF, and actually the Global Risk Report for 2012, uh, to, uh, 2020 has been uh, released uh, very recently, and it contains an impressive list of risks, extreme weather, climate, action failure, natural disasters, biodiversity, loss, human-made environmental disasters, data fraud and theft, cyber attacks, water crisis, global governance, failure and asset bubble. And as you can hear, climate and environmental risks are obviously dominating and uh, as we all know we can observe in today's world uh, a lot of casualties on businesses and individuals caused by extreme weather conditions. And uh, all of that in a context also of growing demography in many places of the world. And uh, this growing demography in itself puts an additional pressure on resources, on the production of energy, on agriculture, food, healthcare, infrastructures, waste management, and on and on. Uh, and this is the world we're living in and to that we have to add everything that's going on in the field of technology and science in general. And technology carries a very nice opportunities, definitely is one of the keys for fixing some of our problems, but it also bears the challenges of its own. 
such as cyber security, but not only individuals, but especially businesses have to adapt, have to innovate almost in real time or die. Also, workforces are at stress uh, because some of the workforces are replaced by in uh, artificial intelligence or robotics and, uh, and the like and uh, new jobs must be created. There are fantastic opportunities, but those new jobs require new skills, and those new skills require new resources in education. So yet another challenge. What can we expect, and what must we do? From the top down, from governments or other public bodies, they start in some countries to tackle the issue really seriously, but still governments are faced with short-term objectives uh, of the requests from their people uh, to get a better purchasing power, to get more health care, less taxes, uh, more comfort, more leisure, and uh, also the same people want uh, more care for the environment, which is to some extent a bit in contradiction. So governments have to face short-term objectives and uh, they are struggling with issues such as the debt that very much serves uh, the uh, financing of expenses rather than investments. And so it is difficult for governments to look at a long-term sustainability program. And uh, so we, what can we expect from businesses? Probably a lot. Because businesses are pointed at as being part of the cause of some of our problems. But definitely businesses are probably the key and, the, and they have the answers and the ability to fix these issues and I believe it will be very interesting to hear from world-class business leaders from Allianz, from Bayer, from Palantir to what their vision on these uh, various aspects actually are. More modestly, as CMS as a global law firm has also uh, its commitments and its obligations. Uh, we aim at serving our clients, helping them make decisions in an ever increasing, in an increasingly complex environment, legal environment, especially internationally. And we are committed to understand the business of our clients. We are committed to partner with them and together with them, not only to face the future, but to shape it. And then there is, I think, also a very important role that needs to be played by quality media, such as Zeit. Uh, social networks are great. They provide and produce very positive things, but not only. There are also negative aspects. And for instance, some progress, scientific progresses, are sometimes bashed by groups and social networks distorting information to the public, to the people, and sometimes preventing the use of technologies or trying to prevent the use of technologies that actually could help solve some of the issues. So it is important, the role of the media is really important. Is it said and written enough that 
Globally, humanity has never been in a better shape than it is today. Of course, there are people here and there in regions of the world struggling, suffering, dying. But globally, the situation has never been as good as it is today. In terms of life expectation, healthcare, mortality, etc., to name only a few of these issues. And also, saying that businesses are in the center of the, of the future fixing of some of the issues. Uh, over history, we have seen that a nation with a good economy, with a booming economy, is usually a happy nation. And what does it take, actually? What values does it take to have a sound economy? It takes bold, entrepreneurial and pioneering spirit. It takes hard work, but it also takes optimism. And I think that altogether we have a duty to convey optimism and energy, especially to the younger generations on this, on this planet. Because uh, with all the news they have, if we only convey pessimism, we won't make progress. So I think it's a joint responsibility to build trust and optimism for the future and apocalypse is not now and it is not anytime soon. Thank you very much.